Hello, and welcome to Point of View, where we give students a place to listen, learn, and lean in. I'm your host, Marcus Kim, and today I'm joined with our principal, Mr. Newhouse, as we discuss a wrap-up for the 2022 and 2023 year. So, Mr. Newhouse, how are you doing today? Marcus, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking, and thank you for having me on another episode. That's good to hear. It's always a great day to be a Titan, isn't it? Yes, sir. All right. So, Mr. Newhouse, in retrospect for this year, coming into your first year as principal at Northview, of course, you had some expectations for what might happen. Uh, can you tell us about like an event or time that totally just broke your expectations? Okay, you're going to go dive right into the, the deep stuff. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. So right into the deep end. Um, expectations for this year you know i was i was principal at jake Craig, so i know what the community expects uh, of, of our students um so I, I wasn't really surprised by any of that but i was surprised and, and maybe it's a perception that i had um, not our community but you know you always hear about high school teachers and you hear about how Maybe you don't always hear, but the, the the premise of it is elementary teachers love kids. Middle school teachers love their teams. High school teachers love their subjects. Mm-hmm. So kind of, you know, being an elementary teacher, I'm always around, or elementary principal, I'm always around teachers that love being around kids. So kind of expected, you know, to kind of have that same, you know, expectation here. Um but I was really kind of uh, surprised in really a good way. Um, and it happened at um, our softball teacher appreciation night. So teachers were given jerseys to come. Hey, can you come and, and watch me play? Um, every teacher that was given a jersey showed up for those kids. Um, and that kind of was the big surprise for me because these teachers here, yes, they're subject experts and they know more about some subjects than I will ever know. Um, but they also love their kids. It doesn't always translate or you don't always see it. Um, but night after night going to events, whether it's academics, whether it's, um, athletics, whether it's, um, arts, these teachers are showing up. Um, so that really just surprised me. It, it made it into something that's a really good thing um, that these high school teachers, yeah, they love their subjects, but they do also love their kids. Um, so, uh, you know, it, it defied those expectations kind of in a really good way, mm-hmm. um, but it surprised me. That's great to hear. Could you tell us um, maybe a little bit more about uh, your experiences Um you know, talking and getting to know students on a more personal level? Sure. Um, You know, that definitely I have an advantage of I've known some of the students from when they were little. Um, That having that little kernel of a relationship has been great. Sometimes I don't recognize the kid, you know, from when you're when you're eight to when you're 17, like there's a big difference, right? Um, but I recognize the kernel of, of the student that I used to know. So I've really enjoyed that piece of it, a little bit of full circle. And, you know, then there's been just lots of great kids here at Northview that have um, definitely wanted to get to know me. I can't say that I know all of our kids um, as much as I would like to, um, but there's a lot that I've really enjoyed just kind of getting to know. Mm-hmm whether that's at lunch, whether that's um, 
you know, after in, in all these athletic or, or academic or um, uh, the arts events, just, you know, developing those relationships has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some students are just, they, they really seek out and they want that relationship. Um, others, it's a little harder, you know, because school, school can be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, first semester, I had a little rock, paper, scissors game with one student, crushed him. Second semester, hmm. He got my he got my uh, number, but um, little stuff just like mm-hmm. that that I enjoy um, and have fun with. So definitely enjoying getting to know the kids. Um, uh, right, you mentioned uh, sports games and uh, extracurricular events at Northview. Would you say there were any standout that you found yourself enjoying more than you thought you would? You know, I, both my girls did theater, so I knew I was going to love that. So I've been involved with that since elementary school. I know the work it takes to do that from not only, you know, the kids on stage, but all the work beyond. So I knew I would enjoy that. And um, I did. And I've, you know, blown away with with the stuff that I've seen here at Northview, even though we're a little limited in, in some of the equipment and mm-hmm. we're working on that. Um, but I would say that the sporting events, um, I've never been to a softball game before. So, uh, that was the first one. And, and I love sports. I grew up playing baseball. I grew up playing football. Basketball is my favorite, but, um, I've never been to a lacrosse game. Um, so I got to experience that. Um, so I think I just have enjoyed, you know, the, the multitude of, of, activities that our students excel in. So that's been my favorite part. I think just seeing beyond the traditional, you know, football, basketball, Mm -hmm. um, baseball, um, how good our kids are at some of the other stuff and how hard they try and want to compete. Mm -hmm. I I always hear about, you know, like football, basketball, baseball, but a lot of times at Northview there, I've actually like seen a lot of like more niche sports Mm -hmm. and I've found a lot of my fellow peers are very, very invested in um, their sports of choice. Like I didn't even know Northview had a golf team until this year. Very successful golf team, um, as well as tennis and swimming and, um, you know, volleyball and like all those other sports. And we have a flag football team now, um, just lots of opportunities for our students. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, on the note of sports programs, um, even though I don't really do any sports at Northview, I'm more on, I, I kind of don't even take that many AP classes either, but um, what would you say your roadmap is for our sports or even arts program? I don't know that I have a roadmap. I, I, I want to encourage our students to, to continue to do those things. Um, you know, Northview has a reputation of being an academic institution. And, you know, we're really, when you peel back a little bit, we're way more than that. We have more state championships than any high school in the surrounding 20 miles from us. Um, you know, it might not be in basketball or football, but it's in some of those other other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, our esports is, you know, we're competing year after year for for the championship. So I would say we just want to continue to to look at how can we excel beyond just the academics. Um, you know, when kids are thinking about going to college, they want to know more than just your AP scores. They want to know how did you help make the school a better place? What did you do to contribute and compete? Um, so my roadmap is really just to continue to encourage students to participate in, in all those things. Um, and then to continue to get our teachers to show up to show that support. Mm-hmm. We're really good at showing up for the academics. Um, 
But if you go to these athletics, you go to the arts, you'll also see 15, 10, 15, 20 teachers that show up to support that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just want to continue to encourage kids to do it and and our teachers and staff to keep showing up and supporting it. Right. Thank you so much. Um, You mentioned that Northview is a very... uh, you know, academically inclined institution, and, you know, I couldn't agree more, you know, Northview is a very competitive school. Um, However, you know, it's not just about, you know, the top scores in our class. Um, Would you say that you're making efforts to help um, students who may not be as academically inclined or who might need academic support uh, in our class? Sure, We've, we've definitely recognized that there are a lot of students that excel and they need very limited support from school. We just need to have class, we need to provide the opportunity and and these students take it and run. Um, But we also recognize that not every student is that way. Um, You know, and COVID certainly hasn't helped, whether that's with creating some foundational gaps or creating some habits that are not healthy towards, you know, being successful. So we definitely recognize that part of my challenge this year has been to create some some um, strategies for teachers so we can respond systemically, mm-hmm. which, you know, we're working on. Um, we don't have it all in place right now, but we're working on it. So any student that doesn't do well is going to get a response and that response is supportive. How can we help you? Can we reteach this? Can we retake an exam? Um, if those things don't happen, then, you know, what can we do to make sure that students learn? Um, sometimes we just expect it all to come from students. And that's, that might be the case. If, if you have a really high achieving student that didn't do well, they're going to be the first one to say, Hey, what can I do to make this up? Um, students that don't do so well, Sometimes we're like, well, I just didn't do well. Let's just keep moving. Well, the problem is you can't just keep moving if you don't have that foundation. Right. You know, um, you build a house. If you don't have the solid foundation, the house is crumbling. Mm-hmm. Right. So same kind of a concept with our learning. We have to be systemic in it. We have to make sure that there are opportunities to, to reteach and to remediate um, all of our kids, not just the ones that recognize it and, and, and stumble a little bit, but the ones that really struggle. Mm-hmm. So we're working on creating that systemically. Um, we've rolled it out to to our teachers and we're going to roll it out you know, next year for all of our students. Mm-hmm. So it's been something we've been working on kind of all year, um, especially as I learn Northview. Um, you know, that'll be something that we'll see next year be mm-hmm really more consistent when you fail a test this is what happens Um, when you don't turn in assignments this is what happens Mm -hmm. because those little things matter now it might not matter if you're just super smart and you can you know you can pass without you know turning in assignments but you know if you need to do those little assignments because they're foundational we got to make sure you're doing them and you Mm -hmm. understand it so that's kind of on us as educators how do we make sure these things are happening Mm -hmm. along the way can't do it for the student but we want to do everything we can to help the students be successful. And obviously, uh, when you're coming up with uh, solutions or new policies, it's a little bit hard to balance it between, you know, all levels of classes, you know, as might be obvious, like so a policy and an AP class not will not really work that well in an on-level class or a policy made for on-level classes might not work that well in an AP class. Um, so, of course, student feedback is always important. Yeah. Uh, could you maybe tell me a little bit about how you're trying to increase um, either student census or student feedback in these next upcoming years? Sure. Um, 
And I think that's a great question because that's probably an area where I need to grow and I need to improve upon. Um, one of the things I want to do, and we'll probably roll this out in the next week or so, is to create a principal advisory group. Um, I know I wanted to do it early in the year. I just didn't have the capacity and mm-hmm. didn't get it, didn't make it happen. Um, where I can get seniors, juniors, sophomores, and then kind of maybe second semester roll some freshmen into it um, where I can meet monthly and, and push stuff out to, to this group so we can get a, you know feedback. Um, one of the things that we did do this year is we were looking at um, some mental fitness and, and we worked with our student ambassadors and I was very cognizant and asking this group, hey, give us feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, we partnered with Pathways to Life to kind of help us. And this group said, you know, put the brakes right. on it. This is not what we want. So we listened and we developed a different plan mm-hmm. so that, um, you know, I want to hear from our students. It just, you know, we used that group, um, the student ambassadors to kind of get feedback. Mm-hmm. And I need to create that same group for academics and kind of right. leadership things. So working on that. Um, you know, to your point about, you know, we need a really diverse group because what works for an AP, you know, student taking all IP classes might be very different than a freshman that's, you know, on all level classes. Right. Um, what is the same, though, is we want to give feedback and we want to make sure the supports are there because if an AP student needs support, I want to give it to them. If a freshman, you know, all on level needs support, I want to give it to them. So mm-hmm. um, working on that. What right. would you call a student principal advisory group? Um, for me, a principal student advisory group would be something that would encompass all students of all ages, but obviously, um, you know, between like freshman to senior, but also um, a diverse group of students in terms of academics. Um, because what I have experienced is a lot of times um, student council, student um, leadership positions are often mainly taken up by uh, students who want that on the resume, who want that to uh, put down for college. And a lot of times, at least from my experience, um, the majority of either student ambassadors, student leadership, or even um, student council are all uh, high achieving academically. Um, so my only concern might be that a student leadership or a student ambassador group might just be biased as maybe the majority of them might be. Okay. No. So I would have to just be really intentional to get mm-hmm. a, a group that represents all aspects of our student body. Right. Okay. Duly noted. In um, Actually, in journalism, a lot of times when we're scouting out um, students for the next year, we actually get recommendations from literature uh, classes. Okay. So maybe you could get uh, recommendations from uh, different teachers across all levels, subjects, and maybe um, some students that they think could give an interesting perspective um, for, you know, a student ambassador group. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, On that note, uh, for the student ambassador group, that was maybe a program that you wanted to uh, start rolling out in this next year. Do you think that there are any other programs or classes or pathways that you either want to support or even introduce at Northview? So we're, I definitely want to do the student leadership group and that, and that's a little bit personal. It's, I want to make sure I'm getting student input on anything we're doing that could affect students. Um, It also helps me make sure I develop relationships with, with students 
right? Um, you know, when you meet monthly, you're going to you're going to develop that relationship. Um, I, I think it's important too that we continue to focus on the mental fitness um, of of our Northview students. Um, school's hard. It's it's not a uniquely Northview thing, right? It's it's hard at Johns Creek. It's hard at Chattahoochee. It's hard at, at Mount Pisgah. Like school is just really hard right now. Um, and we got to work on how do we help students navigate that? Um, so that's something that's important to me. It's just really that mental fitness. It's that ability to bounce back. That failure is, is really just stop trying. Um, we have to understand that. It's, you know, every mistake you make is a step in the right direction as long as you recognize it. Um, and it's important too that I think students recognize that voice in their head. Make sure it's kind. Right. You know, that's the voice you're going to hear your whole life. I um, mean, we have an opportunity to, you know, often we're our own worst critic and we beat ourselves up and we 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 don't treat ourselves the same way we would treat our best friend. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think if we can kind of shift that focus, um, you know, but really work on that mental fitness and, you know, there's there's no way to get rid of stress. Stress is part of life. It, it's part of how we're all wired and, and we're going to endure stress. But how do we take that and you can't constantly live at a stress level of eight or nine or 10, like that's not sustainable. So how do we find that balance? Right. Um, and that's important. And that's something I think we have to do for ourselves because society is not going to do it for us. Society is going to continue to push the stress buttons. Right. Um, we have to take control of that. And there's no easy answer with that. Cause like I said, life you know, is hard. Mm -hmm. um, so I just want to keep putting that at the forefront and um, continue to work on that mental fitness. Mm -hmm. that's um yeah that's something that you know, i can really relate to as a student you know even you know no matter what classes you're taking or kind of like what you're doing it's school is pretty stressful oh. um you know it might not always be like the classes but just the circumstances of mm -hmm. you know being a teenager is just sometimes it can just well, and honestly some of the stuff you learn you're like what am i going to do with this mm -hmm. and you know not everything you learn will you do something with, but it's just part of that whole, you know, um, broad education. And some of it is just, you know, it's a challenge. Um, you know, then you put in all those other expectations and you put in, we have so many smart students here. Um, you know, it, we have to also realize the balance and success is not something that someone else should define for you. Mm -hmm. It's something you've got to define for yourself. And I want to encourage students to own that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Northview does have a lot of expectations, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of times the expectations can um, either expectations like from yourself, from your peers, teachers or parents, you mm -hmm. know, a lot of times the expectation is what also adds to the stress. Um, after you know this first year and seeing how um, the freshmen of this year kind of are dealing with transitioning from middle school to high school, um, do you think you would have any advice for incoming freshmen this year or this next coming year? <laughs> um, put the phone away. That's my best advice. Um, you know, I think, and I just, I think society is doing a disservice to 
to not just students, but to, to, to everyone. And we're living on our phone instead of living in the world. Mm -hmm. And I just, I hate it for our kids. Um, you know, it's not a choice that they're making. It's just the way that the world is. Um, I'd say, put that phone down, engage in real conversations, put yourself out there and try things, mm -hmm. um, and expect to not be perfect at it. Right. You know, the phone creates this expectation of perfection and create, you know, think everyone's getting it right the first time. No one's getting it right the first time, but that's not that's not the way it's perceived. So I would say put those phones down, get involved in things that are maybe outside your comfort zone, try things that are new and then don't like it, then try something else. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but you got to put yourself out there. Right. Um, I think so many people just retreat into the phone because it's safe, because, you know, you can control some of what you see or, you know, but put it away, get out in the real world mm -hmm. um, and engage in those conversations, engage in those relationships um, and enjoy the moment a little bit. You know, some of school is going to be hard and it, well, a lot of it's going to be hard, but there's joy to be found when you like, you know, you're looking for it too. Right. So go find those things of joy. Thanks. And uh, finally, for our last question before you kind of wrap up and end things, um, do you have anything to say to the uh, seniors that you're sending off this year that are um, going on past high school and no matter where that might be? Do you have any words to, to, uh, to kind of like tell them? I say put those phones down. <laughs> Again. <laughs> you know, um, you know, senior, you know, when you get a little bit of maturity, like you realize that, you know, this, this be real app and I'm sorry, I just like, if it's real, it's not on your phone. Mm -hmm. Right. So. I just, you know, you kind of learn and understand that relationships are the key to life. Right. Um, and I would say almost the same thing about success. Don't let other people define you. Don't let your success be defined by other people. Um, my favorite definition of success is, is from John Madden, uh, not John Madden, um, John Wooden, <laughs> um, UCLA coach, you know, winning as coach of um, NCAA basketball history. Um, Success is peace of mind in knowing that you've done your best to be the best that you're capable of being. Mm -hmm. So success is really about you being the best version of yourself possible. Um, as seniors leave us, you know, uh, I challenge them to explore and try. And, you know, life is don't let it be pigeonholed. You don't have to do what your parents thought you do or I would do. Um, you know, explore and go for it. Mm -hmm. um, and then just remember about being kind because um, the world needs more kind people. I need your generation to, to go fix a lot of the, the problems and we don't fix them unless we have good relationships, unless we're, you know, kind. Mm -hmm. um, so that would be my hope. And, and, um, you know, I'm very optimistic about the future because, you know, you and, and, and our Northview seniors are, are just fantastic and you're great people. Thank you so um, much. And I'm excited for, you know, the, the way we can make the future better. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for this uh, chance to kind of get your input and feedback on this last, um, on this last year. It was, thank you for, um, you know, taking the time out of your day to be interviewed by us. Right. You're welcome. All right, well, thank you so much. All right. Uh, so thank you very much. Um, this concludes our episode and interview with uh, our principal, Mr. Newhouse. Uh, you know, thank you, thank you very much for listening or even watching. Uh, for a transcript of this episode, uh, you can head to the Point of View tab on our website, nhsmessenger.org.
And now follow us on either Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at NHS Point of View. Uh, thank you so much for your time, Mr. You're Newhouse. Welcome. And you know, I've been your host, Marcus Kim, and this has been uh, Principal Newhouse. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you.